Hello and welcome to the Lead Generation Strategies podcast. I'm your host here, Joey Myers over at leadgenerationseoservices.com. And today I have Sean Leeway from CVPM or Core, Core Value Property Management. And we're going to be talking about a lot of cool stuff. But first, let me welcome you to the show, Sean. Thanks. Thanks, Joey. It's, a, it's a great to meet you. <laughs> and it looks like you, you've done the Zoom thing quite a few times. You got a good, cool branding background back there. And I, I, I love that. <laughs> Yeah, I did some uh, local virtual networking through COVID and and kind of got used to this uh, media. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Well, I want to I want to start with a little bit of the what's in the news right now with the and I'm sure you probably talked a lot with your colleagues and and others on um, the the rate hikes in the the mortgage interest rate hikes. Now I know you're in the property management field. Um, can you just kind of explain how that affects you guys or just kind of your thoughts on that? Um, so I, I would say, I think it's affecting us. It's affecting rent prices. I think I'm starting to see a little bit of, of resistance to, to rent price increases now that the, the, the rates have started to go up just as kind of like a balancing, um, you know, as, as property value surged, I saw rent prices go up, not quite the same amount, but pretty parallel. Mm -hmm. And then now that that, downward pressure is starting to come around. I'm, I'm seeing that on the rent prices too. Interesting. So is that just something that's been like gradual or has it been like, you it's, know, cause it's, it's happened within the, what the last month or so things have been starting to yeah. the hike, the hike, has it been gradual or has it been more like immediate? It's, it's been pretty like over the last two months, I've started to see a properties on a little bit longer. Um, I've started to even see a couple of properties just in while well, I'm doing research that have been reduced in rent price. Um, I have one that I'll likely be reducing here soon, um, like, you know, $50 or so on a, you know, 28, 28, 50 property. Mm -hmm. um, so it's definitely like, I'm seeing some of that, some of that pressure. Right. Very cool. And then, you know, it's also interesting to know for those that are listening that Sean's out in Maryland. Um, so for those out there out that way, you know, this is where the context going to come in. I'm sure it's different in California, Texas, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, some of the things I'm hearing from real estate people from all spectrums, from the buy sell to the property management to commercial is that it's affecting really everybody. It's similar um, where the, the increase and decrease might be a little bit different, but it's it seems to be kind of a, a industry wide thing is that is that what you're seeing i mean i can only speak for the property management side but yeah i'm definitely definitely feeling it more and more very cool so what's what's one of the biggest problems that you guys solve over there at core value property management um i think the one of the biggest is we we are a, we have a primarily first time uh landlord client okay. um a lot of my clients are military in the area. So we kind of sit in right inside the, the DC, Annapolis and Baltimore triangle. Right. And so we're kind of like right in the middle of that. So I have a lot of, you know, a lot of my owners are, are military veteran mm -hmm. federal or somehow affiliated. Um, they move to this area, they buy a home, um, you know, a few years down the road, you know, they, they get told they need to go somewhere else for work and and then they have the home and, and it's a good area, it's a good market, it's a little expensive. So coming in as an investor, you're gonna get a better value and you know, maybe a cheaper market. Um, but once you already have a home and you lived in it, turning it into a rental is usually a pretty good 
uh, investment in this area because you have a solid market for renters. Mm -hmm. um, and so our biggest challenge is helping new landlords understand uh, everything that goes into that. You know, like when you're setting up a property to be a rental property, you know, you're almost starting a small business. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you need to have cash for repairs um, and that upfront to get everything situated and get it, you know, on the market and rented. Um, and then you'll have maintenance costs and like helping people understand like, hey, if you're going to go into this, go into it with eyes wide open. Mm. I think that's one of the biggest challenges we have is helping people understand that. So you guys have a very unique situation. And Sean, are you, are you a member of the military or former member? I'm, I'm a retired Air Force. I did 20 years in the Air Force, retired in 2020. Um, it's kind of how I got started in property management. Mm -hmm. So I was, uh, I was stationed here in 2013. We bought a home. A mm -hmm. um, couple years later, we got orders to move. And I was in that same situation. And I, I was trying to find uh, a property manager and we we didn't quite find one we felt like we could trust or we agreed with all of their fees. And so I was like, well, might as well do it myself. Mm. Um, and so that's, that's, we did that with some help. We had some, uh, I had a friend who was a landlord and he's like, here's a couple resources, you know, you can figure it out for yourself, but you know, kind of pushed me in the right direction. Um, then when we came back to the area, we ended up buying another home because this one was still rented. Um, and I was like, but I kind of liked the process, right? I liked the the idea of the management of it. I liked the long-term relationship aspect of it. Um, and so I was like, well, why don't I do property management as a service when I retire? Mm -hmm. And so the the more I thought about it, kind of kicked the ball around with a couple of friends. And then a buddy of mine was like, hey, I just got orders to Korea. Are you going to do that property management thing? And I was like, yeah, hold on. Let me start my business real quick. <laughs> and that's like, literally, that's how he got started in 2019. I'm still managing his property mm -hmm. Uh, now, and it, I mean, I only had one property for six months, right? Like I, I wasn't like day one, let's go. It was like a kind of a, a bootstrap, like just starting a small business out of a need mm -hmm. um, and, and grew from there. I love that. Yeah. And thank you for your service, Sean. Uh, my dad, my dad was Air Force. He, uh, he served over in Vietnam. And then um, I think he was a lifer. So he was there for probably 40 years. And then when he retired, he worked as a civilian for the Army Guard for like 10 years. So he just, you know, it's, it's such a great, the, you know, especially back, back in the day, it was such a great uh, process that they had and, and everything was organized and, you know, we had a lot of good memories with that. So yeah, yeah. appreciate your service, especially with the 4th of July coming up here. Um, and, uh, so on the, on the COVID side, so you, you came into this to 2019, at least yeah. officially, officially. Yeah. Um, and then you had about a year and then you, you had the 2020 hit. So how, what, what yep. kind of challenges did you face trying to start a company, a uh, property management company <laughs> <laughs> that year? Um, so, yeah, like, well, I was small enough and it was my side hustle still at the time mm -hmm. um, that it wasn't like, you know, what do I do? I, I lost all of my income. Right. Um, but we saw an immediate stop to any new business. Right. Like I was we were getting, you know, a few leads uh, a month and maybe signing a, a contract or two in by that time, um, like each month. And when COVID hit and everything shut down. Like it was like three or four months, you know, until people started moving again, that nobody needed a property manager because nobody was leaving anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and so then once things started to open back up, you know, I started to see, you know, more new business come in. Um, and, and so, yeah, 
I, I mean, initially I would, you know, I was trying to see if I could get people to, to apply before coming to see a home. Um, that way I, you know, I knew who I was going to meet and I kind of already had them pre-qualified and, you know, it was just a matter of, is the property right for them? Um, but that didn't last very long. A lot of people, there was pushback on it. Um, and so we, we kind of settled for some like pre-qualification way of, of vetting, um, people interested in the property. Mm -hmm. Um, that way, you know, we weren't wasting anybody's time, making sure they hit our, our, um, rental, uh, requirements mm -hmm. and just making sure people knew what those were coming in. Um, and then the thing that I've kept though, since COVID started was we do, we don't do open houses anymore. Mm. Um, we do 15 minute appointments. Um, and it's one-on-one -on -one. I walk through with that person. Um, I schedule them out and, you know, usually I'll do like a two hour block of time and I'll do eight appointments. Um, for, for a property that we have available and I'll, you know, get through everybody. And then, you know, if they want to apply, we go from there. So a little bit more of a unique touch. So it almost sounds like that the, like I'm seeing with other companies around the, around the nation, other real estate companies is that the 2020 thing forced us all to think a little bit more creatively. And do you <laughs> feel like that, that little one-on-one -on -one that even though it's 15 minutes, that one-on-one -on -one is, is much better than the, just the, the blast from the furnace, uh, the open house type of scenario. I mean, I think they each have their value. Um, I think for property management, I like it because, you know, when, when, when a realtor sells a house and, and just, I'm not a realtor, so I'm, I'm not uh, licensed or, or do that. Um, but when they sell a house, it's like the transaction's complete and the relationship is, is over you know, unless they need new services and they're there, of course, you know, they'll take care of people. Um, but my transaction is a year long typically. Right. Mm -hmm. And so part of that is, is building and maintaining a good relationship. Um, and so I, you know, you get a chance to meet people and, and, um, you know, make sure that the, the person that you're, you know, going into it with, you know, one is qualified but if you have multiple qualified people, you still have to pick, you know, the best candidate for the owner. Um, and I and I think part of that goes a little ways into, you know, how people, you know, does. And when I say work together, if I set a 15 minute appointment and somebody shows up late, hmm. that's a potential indication that something else might be late. Right. Like if right. you're faithful in something small, hmm. more than likely you can be faithful in something large. And so like it's little like personality things that I, that I cue in on, right? Like, um, you know, are, there's the stuff that they're telling me honest and, you know, I'll, I'll marry that up with what kind of applications I get. And, you know, so I just, I try to approach things as the best way I can and, and make sure that, you know, I'm going to find a good tenant for my, my owners. I, I think that's a great thing that came out of it. And I agree with you. I think, I think that's a much better way, especially when it comes to the property management side of things versus say, like you said, with an agent open house. And, and one of the things, one of the pieces of advice I got a while back when I, when I was in real estate, 2008 um, or 2006 to 2008, nine, 10, somewhere, <clears throat> somewhere in there is there was a, a broker investor in town that we were doing like an investor networking group. You know, we were meeting once a week or whatever. And he said that, when he rents out his best renters and he would do this on for everybody. So you can't, obviously can't discriminate um, based on gender, sex, whatever. Um, but he would say in the, 
in the, the property management agreement, uh, if they, you know, when they apply that they were subject to a, um, them visiting their house, the house, the current house or apartment that they're living in within 24 right. hours or 12 hours or whatever, I think it's 24 hours. Um, and they're subject to that and that's everybody. So they're not saying only these yep. kind of people and these kind of people. Um, right. so it's everybody. And he told me, he said, Hey, if I, if I go to that house and they got roaches, most likely we're going to have roaches. <laughs> so right. it's the same. And, and I think he, I think it was him or maybe it was somebody else. Same thing with the car. Like you go out to their car or you see their car and it's a mess inside their car or yep. you know, people are granted, obviously on the outside. Um, you know, maybe they got a car wash or rain, you know, it's bad, yep. but the inside of the car is a different thing. Like I keep the inside of my car super clean. I, I rarely have trash in there, you know? And so when you see that, is that some, that's some of the stuff that you're picking up on too with these yep. 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Everything, everything plays a part, right? So mm -hmm. it's the, it's the total, you know, and like I said, it's a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like I want, my job is to make sure that, you know, the property is safe and secure and, and, you know, taken care of on behalf of the owner maintenance wise and, and other, but it's also to make sure that our tenants have a, a good place to live. Right. And if you've ever had to deal with landlord tenant relations, you know, and, and I'm sure you've read stories and, and some of your audience has, there's a lot of, of stuff <laughs> that goes on. Um, and, and I think a lot of it is, you know, sometimes it's miscommunication. Sometimes it's, you know, poor or no communication. Sometimes it's, you know, oh, that wasn't stipulated in a lease. Like I see so many people coming into this, uh, industry or investors and whatnot. And they're like, so I have this situation and what do I do? And blah, blah, blah. And like, invariably all of the seasoned people are, what does your lease say? You know, <laughs> like, what did you guys agree on when you went into this? And I, and that's a very important thing is like, you know, making sure you have a good, strong lease that's, you know, enforceable. Mm -hmm. um, working with a lawyer is a, is a great idea. Um, when I started, I, kind of hobbled together something and it, it was okay getting started for like one or two properties and, or myself for my own property. But, you know, I, I quickly realized, no, let's, let's get somebody's pay a lawyer to go through and put this together well and make sure it's enforceable, uh, make sure everything's clear uh, as possible to, to, to have a good, strong um, agreement that, that protects both sides. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and I, that's what we try to do. Very cool. Yeah. You, you don't want to pretend to be a lawyer. You want to let the lawyers do their lawyering as, as they say. Yes. Um, now, th now this wouldn't be the lead generation strategies podcast without going into lead generation strategies. Yes. So uh, how do your clients typically connect with you? Like how, how do, how do you market lead generation wise? Is it more referral based? Are you? Yeah. Yeah. So we don't do any traditional marketing uh, currently. I've, I've done a couple of Facebook kind of things early on when I was getting started. Um, I did a Google pay-per-click that was, you know, very like $50 of, of advertising, like wasn't much, right. It lasted maybe a week or two. Um, and I didn't see any results, but it was early on. Um, and so kind of looking at that, I was like, well, one, I'm starting this as a side hustle. I don't want to grow too fast. So let's not go down that road. Mm -hmm. Um, and so how I, built my online presence was a lot of just like I said making sure I'm doing a good job making sure I'm serving my clients well um and then I, I'll ask them like hey if I've done a great job for you please you know throw up a review for us on Google um that would be you know helpful right because a lot of people look for 
you know, services and whatnot via Google. Mm-hmm. Um, so having a good Google presence has helped. I probably see anywhere from 40 to 50% of my new clients come in from um, through my online web portal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a growing um, portion mm-hmm. of, of my new, new leads. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hear a lot of people who reach out to me either via my, my website or, or calling uh, say like, Oh, you know, I looked up your company you know, I looked up the reviews that you guys have and, you know, like I saw some of the videos that you've posted. Cause I did like when I was doing my networking, I would, you know, if, if I was doing a presentation, mm-hmm. um, I'd record that and that's, that's online. Um, you know, and, and so people, people are smart, you know, they, they do research, they, they look at, you know, who they're hiring, especially in a position like property management, where again, you're trusting somebody typically, if you're a new investor with one of your largest investments, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a lot of the homeowners, it's their only home that they own. So that's a big investment. Um, and, you know, then making sure that their home is taken care of and then the money is managed appropriately, the work gets done. Um, it's, it's a lot for some people to take on. Mm-hmm. And so like finding somebody you can trust is a big part of that. Um, and so that's kind of like why when I, when I was getting started and, and trying to think of, you know, our name, uh, for the company core value property management um, that kind of kind of pulls in some of my uh, my military experience in the, in every every branch of service has uh, core values mm-hmm. um, and the Air Force is integrity first service before self and excellence in all you do mm-hmm. and so I was I was thinking about that I had a situation at work that I was dealing with and you know I wanted to make sure that that got handled appropriately and then you know I was kind of thinking about well like Okay, so core values, like it's a big part of the military and 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 whatnot. And I wanted to bring that with me to property management because I wanted somebody to have a property manager that they could trust, right? That's going to do the best job for them um, and that's going to serve them well. And so that I was like, well, why don't I do like core value property management? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I kind of kicked that around a little bit and I, you know, talked to my wife and partner and she's like, yeah, I like that. And so then so core value property management. It's funny whenever I get a military client or a new military client, they're like, "Hey, did you get that from core values?" And I was like, "Yes, I did." Um, and so it like it already speaks to the you know my primary client, the people like that I want to be there to serve um, is like those military um, who get stationed here who are looking for a property manager to take care of their home while they're away that they may or may not be able to come back to at at some point in the future if they come back here. Um, I want them to have that, that option. And that, like I said, that's why I got started and it kind of just, you know, all, all built out of that. Um, but sorry, I got sidetracked back to your original question of, of lead generation. Um, so Google has been a big part of that, um, networking, local networking with, um, industry adjacent, like insurance or, uh, real estate, um, or even, um, like, lawyers and estate law, like they'll have, you know, somebody will inherit a home and then they got to figure out what to do with it. Um, so networking and, and uh, yeah, just making sure that I create a good uh, presence online where, you know, if somebody needs something, they, they, I come up. Mm-hmm. Now, when you talk about networking with real estate or uh, attorneys, uh, say, are you going and, and just kind of going down the the line, calling them, saying, "Hey, if you're yeah. or how, how you do, how's that going? How's that look?" So, I I am 
I'm getting too much new business to, to go through that. Uh Um, so, I mean, I, I'm kind of like a, you know, serendipity kind Mm -hmm. of guy, right? Like if I get introduced at a, like I'm a part of the local chamber of commerce, right? Mm -hmm. The greater Crofton chamber of commerce. So I'll go to networking events with them. Um, I met my lawyer through there. I've met some real estate agents through there, met other business owners through there. Um, and, and, you know, you, you just, if you're in the local community and, and you meet good people, um, you know, you, you get in touch with them and you talk to them more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't actively go through and I'm not the traditional, like grind, grind out new business. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I'm the, let me do a good job let my customers speak for me mm-hmm. and then other customers will come. And if I, as I'm growing, if I get to the point where I need to, if I want to, or need to grow faster, um, and I have the bandwidth to do it, then, then I would go do, you know, the next level, but Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm averaging two to three new contracts a month, Mm -hmm. um, over the course of the year, which for me as a small business guy, that's, you know, that's plenty of growth for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and if I can maintain that, net positive, you know, 25 to 30 properties over the course of a year. Uh, that's, that's good, solid growth. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, and then like, what would you say right now with what you have your infrastructure? What would be where you're start like the wheels are starting to come off like business wise, how much business in a, in a perfect world? Yeah. So if I was not taking on any new business, and I just said, Okay, I'm, I'm I've reached this plateau, I we could probably handle on our own about a hundred ish, maybe 125 for between me and my wife. And that would be like, that would be like working 40, 50 hours, 60 hour weeks. Right. Right. Um, but you know, if you, if you, new business is always more work, right. Mm-hmm. Because you have the, the, you know, initial contract that the going to visit the property, then you have all of the turnover between the owner or the current tenant and the new tenant, getting all the marketing done, leasing, showing the property, um, screening the applicant. Like it's a lot of new work every time. Well, every time you turn over a property, but like if you add new business in there too, then then it get you know, like it's a lot of extra work. Mm-hmm. So if we're just maintaining probably 100, 125 mm-hmm. um, in this market, that would probably be um, about, I average about three, three to $3,500 per year per contract. Mm-hmm. So you can do your simple you math on of that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's enough to not going to be balling out, you know, <laughs> whatnot, <laughs> but it's enough to make a good, good living. Um, and, and like I said, that's, you know, good, good job, fair price. Well, and also too, I mean, you, when, once you, if you decide you wanted to scale that and you started hiring on people to take yep. care of that first part, and I mean, you can always scale that. You're just talking about you and your wife and, you, and, you, and your partner, yep. you know, yep. basically running how much it would be. Yeah. Right. Very cool. Well, before right. I, we get to where people can find you and website and all that stuff, I have one last question. Um, if someone were getting into your industry, what advice would you give them? Maybe the top one or two tips. Um, so soft skills are extremely important in this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, communication, showing up on time, calling somebody back, um, organization. And uh, I, I think uh, I was talking with another um, property manager, systems. 
Mm -hmm. Property management is all about systems. If you can stay organized, keep track of your data, that's going to be what you need to figure out. Um, and then <laughs> I put this in one of my other ones. I, I kind of liked it. Flexibility is the key to air power and property <laughs> management. So it's like, it, you know, if you can like be flexible, right? Like know what you're worth and, but, but be flexible within that space of, you know, working with your customer to make sure that they get taken care of. Mm -hmm. Love that. Love that. So Sean, where can people find you? Website, social media? Yeah. All that so good stuff. the website you can see is on my, my, part right over here, uh, corevaluepm.com. Um, it's, uh, we're on Facebook, um, core value property management. I don't do as much on there as I used to, cause I'm, I don't have time. I'd rather take care of people than keep up my social media postings. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but we do have a presence there. Um, we're in Crofton, Maryland, based in Crofton, Maryland, but we serve Anne Arundel County. Mm -hmm. Um, so if somebody's in the Anne Arundel County area of Maryland and needs a property manager, I'd love to be able to chat with them. Mm -hmm. And that's, and, and really the, the target people, like you said, were first time landlords. So you got military, obviously yeah. um, investors. Um, I, I do I have a few investors, like, like I said, people who've I've either inherited a property or, or bought a property. So I have a couple of investors. I have one that has like four properties. Mm -hmm. um, I've talked to a few other investors, um, I don't know if it's the way I do business or whatnot. <laughs> they they haven't they haven't signed up with, or if it was because I was too small and I didn't have some of the adjacent services, like maybe they wanted a realtor that could help them buy as well, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm I'm a smaller guy, mm -hmm. um, so and I recognize that, but yeah, very cool, yeah, and and that that may come with time. That might be part of your part of your core yep. values where you decide you want to add that on, or maybe not. Maybe you just want to be very niche based, and yep. you know, so it's all kind of comes with growing the company. So I, I love everything that you shared today, Sean, and and uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of good advice for those that that may be thinking about getting into the industry, you know, the property management industry, or or even for realtors out there, whether they're brokers or uh, agents, that they can talk to their clients a little bit more intelligently. Um, you know, possibly their investors or things like that on property management. So I yeah. appreciate your time here today. Thanks, Joey. Thanks for having me on. You got it.